Hey kids, tonight we're starting a new story. It's uh, about the kingdom of Renly. And this is the first book called The Lost Stone. In it, we're going to learn about a boy named Lucas, who's a prince who doesn't get to travel as much as he'd like or meet kids outside of the castle. So let's hear about him. Tuck in, head on the pillow, blanket on top, and let's begin. Chapter 1. A Secret Mission Prince Lucas raced up the spiral stone staircase in the castle to his bedroom. He kneeled on the floor and then pulled a pile of clothes out from under his bed. There was a pair of worn trousers, a shabby shirt, a felt hat, scruffy leather boots, and a wool cloak. Lucas had gotten the clothes for a handful of coins from a boy in the village. Now the prince stood in front of a mirror and tried on the hat. This outfit will make me look like a normal eight-year-old boy, he thought. No one will ever know that I'm the prince of Renly. And that was the problem. Lucas had grown bored of being a prince. Most kids would think, he must be crazy. Lucas had everything a boy or girl could wish for. A cozy goose-feathered bed, toys fit for a prince, the best cooks in the land to make his meals, and a view of the sea from the top of his turret. Lucas even had his very own horse named Ivan, but there was one thing the prince did not have. Friends. Lucas wanted a friend more than anything in the world. He'd had a friend once, a pretty green-eyed girl named Clara Gills. Clara's mother, Anna, made dresses for Lucas's mother, Queen Tasha. Anna always brought Clara whenever she came to the castle. Clara and Lucas had played hide-and-seek and twirled on the swings in the royal playground. But not anymore. Lucas's father, King Caleb, had forbidden it. He had said a proper prince does not play with village children. Lucas had cried until his nose got stuffy. So day after day, Lucas watched the village children walk to and from school. Sometimes they stopped at the bakery for breadsticks. In the afternoon, Lucas watched the children climb trees and play tag in the meadows. How he longed to laugh and play along with them. And now maybe I can have friends, he thought, because I, Prince Lucas, have a magnificent plan. But Lucas had to hurry. It was time to go. He stuffed the worn clothes into a sack and then slung the sack over his shoulder. Next, he tied a thick rope to the windowsill, crawled onto the ledge, slid down the rope, and ran to the stables where he saddled Ivan. Then Lucas checked to see if anyone was around. All clear, he thought. He hopped onto Ivan, gave him a soft kick, and galloped away on his secret mission. Chapter 2 Lucas the Brave dashed over a bridge and down into the village. Chickens squawked and scattered to get out of his way. The villagers bowed and tipped their hats as he rode by. Clang, clang, the school bell rang down the lane. Lucas slapped the reins and hurried toward the sound of the bell. As he drew near, he leaped over a stone wall 
and came to a rest. He hopped from the saddle and quickly changed his clothes. Lucas tucked his curly red hair inside the felt hat. Then he grabbed a handful of dirt and smudged his cheeks. He tied Ivan to a low tree branch and hung the sack with his princely clothes from the saddle. Well, Ivan, he said, here goes. Lucas climbed over the stone wall and stood in front of the schoolhouse. A swirl of smoke curled from the chimney. Lucas took a deep breath. Today, I am Lucas the Brave, he told himself. Then he marched up to the schoolhouse and slowly pulled open the doors. Greek. The children sat in front of the teacher on benches. Everyone turned to stare at Lucas. A girl with a thin braid crowning her brown hair gasped and cupped her hand over her mouth. Good morning, boy, the teacher said. Are you here to join us? Yes, said Lucas. I'm new in town. Please, have a seat, she said. I'm Mistress Carson. What's your name? My name is Flynn, lied the prince as he sat down on a bench at the back of the classroom. Welcome, Mistress Carson said. Class, please say good morning to Flynn. Good morning, Flynn, said the class. Now all eyes are on me, said the teacher. We're going to work on subtraction. The children turned toward the teacher, except the girl with the braided crown. It was Clara, Lucas's old friend from the palace. She looked at the prince and raised an eyebrow. The prince winked at her. She smiled and quickly looked away. Nobody seemed to notice. Mistress Carson wrote some sums on a large slate at the front of the classroom. Now who would like to solve a problem at the board, she asked. The prince's hand shot up. He loved to add and subtract. His father had taught him math at home. Mistress Carson called Lucas up to the board. The children watched as the new boy walked to the front of the class. I'm going to have lots of friends, Lucas thought. Then he began to work on one of the problems. The room was quiet, except for the chalk tapping on the board until... Boom, boom, boom. Someone began to pound on the doors of their school. The children jumped in their seats. Lucas froze. His heart began to thump. The teacher hurried to the back of the room and opened the doors. Two burly men burst in. Lucas dropped his chalk on the floor. Oh no, he thought. The palace guards. He wanted to run, but the doors were blocked. There he is shouted one of the guards as he pointed at Lucas. That's the Prince of Renly. Mistress Carson and the children gasped. The other guard ran toward the prince, grabbed him by the arm, and led him toward the doors. Clara waved as Lucas walked by. Lucas hung his head. Now I'll never have any friends, he thought. Chapter 3 Kindness is king. King Caleb threw Lucas's peasant's clothes into the fireplace. They burst into flames. What were you thinking? cried King Caleb. You are a royal prince. You must behave like one. Peasants are not equal to royals. But father, I have no friends, said Lucas. I'm bored out of my royal britches. You should spend more time with my knights, suggested the king. You can train with them. It's not the same, said Lucas. I'm lonely, and I need a friend my own age. I want somebody to talk to, and most of all, someone to go on adventures with me. The king sighed. He hated to see his son so unhappy, 
but he couldn't allow him to be friends with the peasants. Even they would think it was strange. He looked to Lucas's mother, Queen Tasha, for help. Your father is right, said the queen, as she brushed her long red hair. But you are also right, Lucas. You do need a friend. She looked at her husband. Anna Gills is like family to me, said Queen Natasha, and her daughter, Clara, was like a sister to Lucas. Perhaps we should allow them to play together once in a while. King Caleb rubbed his blonde beard thoughtfully. He was a mighty king, but he had a kind heart. All right then, Lucas, he said. I suppose you may be friends with Clara, but you're not to make friends with every peasant child in the kingdom of Renly. Prince Lucas ran to his father's arms. Thank you, father, he said. I promise. Chapter 4. Hear ye, hear ye. Lucas couldn't wait for Clara and her mother to arrive at the palace, so he didn't. He snuck out and raced all the way to the bakery. Clara always went to the bakery after school. Her father, Owen Gills, worked there. Lucas peeked down the lane. The schoolchildren are coming, he thought. He didn't want them to see him. So he pressed himself against the wall alongside the bakery. Then he listened to what they were saying. Why on earth would the prince want to go to school with us? Asked a boy named Alvin. Maybe he's lonely, Clara said. I feel sorry for him cooped up in the castle all day. The children laughed at Clara. How can you feel sorry for a prince? Asked a girl named Martha. The prince has everything, said another girl named Ashley. Not everything, said Clara. He doesn't have a single friend. He's not even allowed to play with me when I visit the palace with my mother. Well, I'd trade places with him any day, said Albin. I'd love to live like a prince. Well, I know it sounds like the perfect life, said Clara, but a palace, fine clothes, and delicious food aren't everything. Bells jingled as the children stepped into the bakery. Moments later, each child carried a roll of warm butternut bread to the bench outside. Luke's, Lucas's mouth watered. How he wished he could join them. As he waited, he heard horses whinny. Then someone began to shout. Hear ye, hear ye, he cried. The Queen of Renly has lost her prized emerald stone. The king has offered a grand reward to anyone who finds it. The villagers began to hurry about to spread the news. Oh no, thought Lucas, I must get back to the palace. Lucas left his hiding place and ran all the way home, being careful to stay in the shadows. Well, that's the end of part one of the story. I hope you liked it. Stay tuned till next time. We're going to find out what happens to Lucas. And how about Clara? Do they get to hang out? Does he get to go on adventures? Until then, have a good night. Sleep tight.